Hey, 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 how's everybody doing today? We have got a rockin' show for you guys today. We are going to be doing some deep digging into the problem. I need the need to put the music up there, kiddo. There we go. All right. <laughs> Don't worry. It's the, way, it's the way the day has been going. It's raining and it's 19 degrees in North Dakota. Uh, which means we, uh, my my husband was kind enough to drive me in here because it's an ice skating rink. But we are talking to some people in Michigan, and the reason that we're doing that is because we have a common bond. We have uh, a situation in Michigan where there's battery plants and uh, the Chinese. And for those of you who are fans of the Fu Fang disaster that's currently going on in Grand Forks, you can probably feel a relation to what these people in Michigan are going through. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce Rick Sadler. And hello, hello Rick. And we're going to get uh, see if we can get the uh, picture on you here. Hang tight. I don't know. Can we get Rick's camera up? Uh, that's okay. That's all right. You're good looking. We'll get you. We'll get the camera. Your wife's better looking, but you're good looking. All right. There's Rick, and and then we're gonna also introduce his his wife Julie Bryant. Get a little glimpse of Julie here. I'm not the camera person, but Julie has to talk. Can you say hello, Julie? Good morning. There we go. All right. There we are. And then, of course, one, my, this one's going to be on me. Then we've got Jody Carlson back in the studio today. So, Jody, you're back here because these are the folks that reached out to you. Uh, Rick and Julie reached out from you because they'd, they'd heard about Foo Fang and stuff. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to Rick. We're going to keep my producer busy on the cameras today. And I'm going to go back to Rick, and I'm going to say, Rick, tell me the basics of what's going down with you and the, the plant, the Ford Battery plant, whatever's going on in Green Charter Township, please. No, we're in Marshall. Marshall, Township. that's it. Marshall. Okay, I've got two two plants here, so you oh, correct yeah, me. Exactly. You, you correct me. So well, Marshall. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, supposedly the Ford and the CATL from China and our local economic development corporation and the state one have been doing uh, some land purchases since, or options to buy rather, since 2019. And we all just found out about it in January. That sounds familiar to what happened with us in Fufong. Yeah, so I mean, we sort of banded together and we're we're fighting as hard as we can on a couple of different fronts. Uh, we have the environmentalists going on their, their end of it and trying to do it that way. And then people like Julie and I, um, who are, you know, it's, it's all a national security thing. Absolutely it is. They've, they've been found to locate conveniently. They're buying land next to military bases. It's, it's standard operating procedure all across the United States. They're having current problems in Oklahoma. And, and I know that you're a veteran, and so you have an extreme amount of uh, angst over the fact that this is going down in Michigan, uh, we, I know we reacted poorly when it went down next to our base here in North Dakota. People just don't seem to be aware of the, the depth uh, of this problem as it's going, going across the United States. And so part of what I want to try to do with this show is to make people understand that North Dakota, Michigan, Oklahoma, these are little pro- pods of problems. But if you look at the whole map... We've got a huge problem here with China coming in and buying up land. So, Julie, can you tell me a little bit about what happened when when you discovered that this was going on and and how you got involved in fighting this? Well, we actually found out from our little old neighbor lady across the street, um, and we did start attending some township meetings um, where, you know, they're not listening. Nobody's listening. Um, they are staring at their desks. They are doing everything except for listening and responding to people. Um, we, there was a website that was started. There was a uh, Facebook page that was started. And there was some information that was sent in um, to that page in regards to Grand Forks, North Dakota. Um, I found it one morning, and I had passed that information on to my husband, Rick, and he is the one that made the first contact with Jody and the 
Grand Forks group. So um, this has been all consuming. Um, uh, we're, we have another Facebook group page now um, with some good advice um, from the Grand Forks people. And um, so that is, that is kind of the start of all of that. Okay. Well, you know, this is sounding so familiar. We have, we have township boards. We have city councils that aren't listening. We have people that are protesting and their voice is not being heard. We have, quite frankly, people supposedly in charge that are telling people to sit down and shut up if they even speak to them at all. Normally they ignore. And Jody, God bless you for, um, I mean, I already know your plate is full. And when these people contacted you, you reached out. Yeah, absolutely. When I um, saw Rick's post on the Empowered Citizens group in, in Grand Forks here, and I thought, oh, boy. And I think about what we experienced in Grand Forks here, that suddenly it was upon us, and they had already done everything they needed to do. They had it tied up with a pretty bow. Um, as Rick and Julie will attest to that happened in their community, pretty much everything was already done and and ready to go before the citizens were even made aware of it. So very common. It sounds to me like this is standard operating procedure. We want to be able to tell the people that, well, we've done all of this work. It's all going to benefit you. There's nothing you can do about it now. And, oh, well, and then you're supposed to just sit down, shut up, and pay for it. And that's the thing that, that, that bothers me. I know that uh, for the Goshen Company, the Green Charter Township has got an entire article out about how they had, were forced to go to a, from a public meeting to online because of the fear of the propagandists who are out, out after Chinese people. And it, it, it's taken on a cartoon quality with, with the way that they're battling back at their own people. Do you guys know, uh, either Rick or Julie, either one, but how much money is being provided to this company to as far as grants, and everything else, and how much land are they talking about utilizing? Oh, well, um, I'll, I guess I'll take that, it. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> there's like $1.7 in grants and state <sighs> funds, federal funds, and they're talking about uh, at a minimum 2,000 acres when the plant itself only takes up about 985 acres. So this is this is quite frankly this is uh, amongst everything else this is a land grab and by China and I'll be honest it sounds like you guys are getting to finance it. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know the the local economic development alliance or whatever we call it nowadays um, is uh, they're getting grants from the state people to exercise the options to purchase. And then all that's just going to be given after they, you know, do the infrastructure. It's all going to be just given to Ford, who will do their thing. And all of this is rotating around EVs, electric vehicles, correct? Now, I could be wrong, but from what I've been able to to glean when I go through and take a look at these plants and stuff, they're an environmental concern. They're going to use a lot of water. There's going to be no recommendation as to how they're going to be able to control their waste byproducts and everything else. This could be a real detriment, not just to the environment in a short term, but long term groundwater. And Michigan is famous for its water, for Lord's sake. Y'all bottle water and say, I drink I drink Michigan bottled water every day. So what the hell? Well, it, I don't know. Whoever came up with this, it, you can tell that they... You know, we're at the end of the line for something. I don't know. But why would you stick that type of factory right next to a river yep. that is just now <laughs> being being uh, refurbished or whatever you want to call, uh, call it? Because we had an oil spill 12 years ago, Julie, was it? And uh, you know, 800,000 gallons of oil. So they're just now getting that that area of the river cleaned up. Well, and I got to tell you, for anybody who doesn't know uh, and hasn't done any research, China is not exactly the go-to for environmentalism. I just want to clue you in on that. They had one of the few populations of albino river dolphins in their river, and there are no more on the planet because their river was so so polluted and stuff that they, they died out. And if there are any, they're darn few. I, what a... The working conditions by having slave labor do a lot of the working conditions and stuff over in China. 
Uh, I mean, this is not a group of good people. And we are allowing them to come in. We are allowing them to basically take their culture and their values and transport them over here. And then we're paying them to purchase our land. Now, I could be wrong, but, but Jody, did I describe pretty much the situation you felt? Well, the the interesting thing with the, the Marshall Township is that they are falling under the guise of Ford, you know, our right. American. Ford is American. And so essentially it's a joint venture. And the best of my understanding, and Rick, correct me if I'm, I'm wrong, that the um, Marshall City is actually going into a uh, land transfer agreement with the township for agricultural land, the, all these thousands of acres for agricultural land um, that they will essentially give to Ford. So there's not even going to be any real purchase of the land and there's people within the community of of Marshall and we've all seen the comments on the Facebook groups that say well the Chinese they're just going to come in here and teach us their technology and then they're going to go away (laughs) okay well first of all uh the only technology that China's really got is the stuff that they've stolen from us so I don't know what they're going to teach us there second of all the fact that uh they're using Ford as an umbrella does not hide at least well enough, the fact that this is a Chinese-run operation. They are being given land. They are being uh, given billions of dollars in, in our money in order to come in here to function based upon... Rick, what are they saying you guys are going to benefit? How? Give me the list of the benefits they've attempted to sell you. Uh, what, 2,500 new jobs. There's that. Um, increased traffic to the downtown area so you're going to have more uh people shopping they say that you know the home values are going to go up and all that and yeah i don't see it julia what have you what have you decided as to as as probably they've been the 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 best benefits that they've provided for you I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. Oh, it's okay. I don't, I don't understand half the time I'm talking to you. <laughs> what was the list of benefits that they gave? That they gave. Rick gave us some. Did you have any that stuck out in your mind as far as a benefit that they said um, was coming? Yeah, no. They're they're you know they have the downtown uh, businesses convinced that this is going to bring them more business and the jobs is a, a really big thing. But um, the the what they are planning to pay is under what is in our local area, it's, it's close to a poverty level payment. Um, we know that the, there's going to be a range, but they said 1900 of those jobs would be making 18 to possibly $20 an hour. And that included their benefits. Oh my goodness. Um, Yeah. So, and we have also seen on indeed advertisements for Chinese speaking babysitters in our area that would be making 25 to $30 an hour. Okay. So we know that those aren't going to be in the 18 to $20 an hour. They can't afford to pay their babysitters more than they're making. So, well, I find uh, that, I find that interesting because one of the things that, that I've been telling people here and they've been saying, Oh, you're wrong is you're not going to be seeing those jobs. I'm so, my chair is slowly going down here. Um, you aren't going to be seeing those jobs. What you're going to be seeing is an influx of Chinese people that are going to be working at the plant because they know what the plant people want. They know how to follow the rules and the yeah. guidelines. And if you're, people are saying, well, they'll move in and buy houses and stuff. Don't be so sure. Don't be so sure. And if the value of your house goes up, before you celebrate, you have to sell your house to see any benefit from that. But one thing I can guarantee you is your property taxes are going to go up. And that's the same problem we're having here. Rick? Yeah, they they already have. Okay. <laughs> like literally right after they did all these announcements and said, you know, your taxes are not going up. We got our spring taxes and poof, it went up. See, that's the thing that that bothers me so much is that's the same thing that's been happening here, especially with the annexation with Fufang and everything else is we have found that the amount of benefits 
supposedly coming in with these new jobs and stuff for these plants, whether it's Fufeng, the Goshen one, or, or this Ford plant here that we're talking about, is completely outweighed by, by all of the stuff that it's going to cost the citizens here that aren't necessarily going to be seeing anything directly. And I have to do my very first profit margin break here, and then we'll get right back into this. But first I want to tell everyone about Oh for Heaven's Cakes. There's nothing better than treating yourself to some good homemade baked goods. That's where Oh for Heaven's Cakes comes in. The best cupcakes and cakes for special occasions or just a treat. They make incredible specialty items by order. Or you can just even walk in and find out more. While you're there, enjoy homemade lunch and soup. They have keto, gluten-free, vegan, and diabetic options. And if you happen to be a business owner and want to treat your employees, you can check out their monthly employee discounts. If you brought some cupcakes into me, believe me, I would be one of the best employees on the planet. Especially if they come from Oh Heaven's Cakes, which is on the north side of the Grand City Mall. They're open Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4, Saturdays from 9 to noon. Call 701-757-CAKE. That's 701-757-2253. Or go to Oh for Heaven's Cakes at yahoo.com. It's almost time for graduation. I know we can't believe that with the winter out there, but graduation is coming. And remember that they will make graduation cakes and specialty cakes for you and you want to make sure that you're a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins and they're looking to hire so if you know how to decorate cakes or whatever give them a call all right so i would like to get back to what are some of the things that either rick or julie can answer this what are some of the things that you guys have been doing when i talked to you the other day you mentioned a protest what type of things have you been doing as far as that go ahead julie well, we have been protesting. We have a fountain circle at the top of our town. They've been protesting on Wednesdays. They've been protesting on Saturdays. Um, we are, because of the Facebook pages, we have been being we have been contacted by some of the other groups. The Big Rapids group is asking us to come up and protest with them outside of the uh, closed Zoom meeting. If, you know, closed Zoom meeting. And um, we have also been contacted by um, the people in Georgia. Um, I'm not sure if I'm saying this right. Ryavan. Okay. Rivian. Um, they are they're doing the same thing with an electrical uh, EV batteries down there as well. So we're looking so, we're looking at Michigan. We've got probably two in Michigan. We've got the one here in Grand Forks. Uh, the one I know about in Oklahoma, and we have Georgia. And these are just the ones that we have basically just scritch, scritch, scritch with a fingernail. We haven't even done a deep in-depth here. But what I want to stress to everybody that's, that's listening to this program today is if you're saying, well, it's not North Dakota, you're right. But it is because it's the United States. It's North Dakota. It's Georgia. It's, it's Michigan. It's the United States, and we are slowly losing acre by acre by acre. We are selling off our land to the Communist Party, and not only that, the way we're selling it is because our tax money is going there. So we're giving it to them, and then we're subsidizing it back. So you you got to tell me, I know that Jody is about as happy as a, as a you know, a, a, a person that can be, knowing that that's occurring. Is Jody, isn't that exactly what you've seen? <laughs> it's exactly what we've seen. And I have to tell you on this um uh, on is no, it's not on this plant. I'm sorry. I'm, I get Goshen. It's there's just a lot of people involved. But but the connections now that Rick and Julie are making with um, what three or four other communities yep. within Michigan, and I'm not even kidding when I say that there's probably 25 different sites in Michigan now that have Chinese purchase. That Gretchen Whitmer, she is throwing money right and left exactly. to to bring these companies. Um, there are, you know, in, in Grand Forks here, you know, we were contacted by Florida and Texas, the, in Arizona, uh, under, which I wish would, would be Carrie Lake's watch, but unfortunately, you know, our voting system doesn't work that way, but... But I know Rick and Julie have made a lot of contacts with other areas, but in all of these communities that, that I know Rick and Julie as well as myself have seen, it's the story is 
the same. Everything is tied up with a bow. It's ready to go. Um, and with Rick and Julie, I believe you guys are getting, um, or I shouldn't say you guys, the Ford cattle plant is getting a 15 year, 100% tax abatement as well. Correct. Yep. They yes. sure are. See, so they're not even going to be increasing the tax base in the city because they're exactly. Yeah. So, but somebody's going to have, somebody's going to have to pick up that slack because the expenses aren't going to go away. In fact, the expenses are going to go up. So guess what's going to happen? You and everybody else in that city, in that township, in that county are going to be paying. And you know what? My favorite, my favorite thing is when they look at me and they go, oh, well, it's only $5 more on a $100,000 mortgage or a house. But it's death by a thousand cuts. Because what it is, is it's $5 more here, it's $10 more there, it's $6, $7. Before you know it, you can no longer afford your house. Now, who's going to need your house? Probably nobody's going to be able to afford to buy it with the banks and everything else. So guess what's going to happen? They're going to foreclose when you can't afford your property taxes anymore. Now what? Yeah. You're out of a home, you're on the government dole because you don't have any other option, and anybody who wants to can walk in and buy that house. This is what we're looking at. If you don't think this is important, if you don't think this involves you, people, wake up. Because it definitely not only involves you, it involves your children, it involves your grandchildren. Our country is being sold out from underneath us. And, and the funny thing is, is we're fitting the, we're footing the bill. Yeah. Yeah, well, Rick and Rick and Julie are very fabulous opponents of this project. They speak up at those council meetings, um, you know. Despite that, right, it's not a council; it's like a, a township board. Um, who I, I believe maybe a, a couple of them on the township board are appointed, so there's not even the option to recall. I know right now you guys are also in the midst of a recall of one of your township. Uh, people as well. Tell us about that. Go ahead, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fight, guys. Don't fight. Save it for um, save it for the big things. Well, in, anyhow, uh, yeah, we just uh, we're trying to recall the the one uh, township board member that can be recalled, and we just had a meeting, or not a meeting, but a hearing on Friday, and the language petition wasn't extensively clear oh so, uh the person who who wrote it up is going back and going to rewrite it and we're gonna turn it in again and uh, okay i gotta interrupt you because <clears throat> excuse me but but jody do, do you do you happen to have any experience in petitions whose language wasn't wasn't clear so they uh they threw the petition oh oh please and please for the people in michigan who don't know this is a marvelous tactic because you've been through it. Yeah, and and Rick and Julie and I have talked about that, and and our city attorney, you know, getting involved with that. Another one interesting thing that that Marshall is experiencing, well, not just Marshall, the state of Michigan, is their um, their local and state government officials have all been required to sign non-disclosure agreements to not even discuss these projects. Nothing with, like nothing. transparency. I know. Isn't, isn't that great? So what the people, um, Rick and, and Julie and some others that are involved in, in the Marshall area, Glenn, um, Glenn particularly, I know, is making a lot of FOIA requests that are being denied. And they're claiming they they won't talk about things because they've talked with the city or the township attorney, so therefore it's attorney-client privilege. So the people are in the dark. I mean, is that kind of what you feel like, you guys? Literally in the dark. Um, you know, it's how, how can the people who are supposed to represent you sign an NDA and can't talk to you about what you want to know? It just, it makes no sense to me. Well, it does if you consider the fact that they're no longer representing you. Well, they're representing, it, the, they're representing the Chinese people. It is that within our First Amendment, we have the right in order to redress grievances with our government. Supposedly. Well, how do you redress grievances when nobody will tell you what's happening? What, what amazes me so much is that there seems to be one playbook 
because everything that Rick and Julie are describing is exactly the step by step by step what we have gone through in Fufeng. I would be willing to bet that if we managed to reach the people in Georgia, in Florida, if we managed to reach the people in Oklahoma, that they're seeing this exact same playbook. We're seeing people going into closeted meetings. Yeah. We're seeing people that you can't recall. We're seeing people that are looking at you saying, it's a done deal, protest all you want, this is coming. And we're seeing billions and billions of dollars being handed to these people that's coming directly from the United States taxpayer. Uh, and we're seeing people being told in meetings, you don't belong in this township, sit down and shut up. But it's your tax money, you should have a right to have a voice whether or not you live in that township. Rick, some of the meetings you've gone to, how do you feel you were treated? With respect? Uh, no, uh, <laughs> not at all. Um, like like Julie was saying earlier, you know, they get very interested in whatever notes that they're taking, especially at the township board. We only had one uh, trustee vote against the land transfers, and he was the only one that, that looks at us. The city council, eh, you know, they almost act like they're paying attention, but then again, you know, they're pounded on their computers or whatever's in front of them. The county folks, they're kind of hard to read, but um, the, the one county commissioner told us, this is a done deal. You can lead, follow, or get out of the way. Well, we heard from, da- we heard from Dale Sandy. This is a done deal. He's on record. Dana Sandy, yeah. As, as having even said that to to Mr. Veen, that because because Mr. Veen went, well, I thought we voted that we were going to stop this and stuff. And Dana was very quick to say, oh, no, 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 it's not over yet. And before this all came about with the letter from the military, he even told said in a meeting, this is a done deal. That's a quote. Yeah. So uh, there's a reason they're not listening. Yeah. And and within Michigan um, that. Uh, Rick, I, I think it's it's twelve miles away. Is your Air Force? Uh, y- yeah. You've got military bases and training facilities in yep. very close proximity. And also, um, when you mentioned about the the meetings, you had a seventy year old or or older. I don't know how how old he was. You want to share that story real quick? Oh yeah, he uh, likes to speak out of turn occasionally. You know, he'll make comments while other people are talking. It's not like he's like totally interrupting the meeting, but uh, he interrupted one time too many and they arrested him. They hauled him out in cuffs and we got it on tape. Oh, my goodness. Well, I find this very interesting because in this article, uh, they asked why the Green Charter Township Committee moved the meeting online. Well, he goes, we obtained information that there are a significant number of people coming from outside the area. Most of them are fed by propaganda being put out by a few. And the apparent intention of interrupting our meeting, or at the very least, intimidating people. Whereas the purpose of this meeting is to allow people, our residents, our community, to learn from the people involved. Notice he didn't say to speak. Notice he didn't say so that we could listen. He wants to be able to pontificate to all of you stupid, stupid people that just happen to live there that are supposed to be, he's supposed to be serving. That's his big thing is he wants to make sure that you can all learn from him. The audacity of these people to me is Appalling. I can't even believe that they even consider themselves public servants. They consider themselves public rulers. And, and you know, the folks from Marshall, and I believe that there were some from Eagle Township as well that were heading up that direction, that were going to be joining this, these, you know, th- this state is coming together to fight together. And, and not, well, although it's Antifa people that are coming. Yeah, well. Um, but yeah. So, so I think, yeah, Rick, thanks. There you go. But, but I think once that they have heard that there are other communities getting involved, they're experiencing the same things and they want to be there to speak up. Oh, 
we're not having the meeting. You can you can zoom into it. So well, well, and we had the same thing happen here. We had people that were from fairly nearby Thompson, and I mean Thompson is not uninvolved, but it's not part of the city. But they were told basically to sit down and shut up. What are you doing here? You don't belong here. You're not even a part of the city. This is wrong. They are in. Yeah. There are they are involved. I'm going to do my second profit margin break for executive properties. It is a produced ad. Paul, if you could be so kind. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. Okay. Uh, One of the other questions that this guy was asked, and he's a member of the Green Charter Township again, was, are you talking about people who are expressing anti-Chinese business sentiment, or is it coming from other places too? His answer, it's the folks that think that somehow this is Chinese communism, and some of it is environmental concerns. But I think we've done a fairly good job of answering both, but many people don't want to hear the answers. And that's exactly what our people said. Dana Sandy was one of the best ones saying, asked and answered, asked and answered. We answered that. I mean, he was just downright snotty about it. Yeah, and I see that I see the same behavior when I watch their meetings in 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 Marshall here. It's it, it, it's so playbook. It, it's which which is why when you think about as far as my I think that this is what we need to do throughout an entire company, you know, or country that okay, Michigan reach, reaches out to North Dakota and now Georgia is reaching out to Michigan. And that is that is how this issue with the, the Chinese involvement is going to be stopped. And and I think Rick and Julie can attest to the fact that now they're getting that they're they're wearing tin hats and and they're racist and you know and I just say just get tough skin. Well, and that's <laughs> part of the purpose of this this podcast. That's why I wanted to have these Rick and Julie on. And because here's the thing, we need to come together. We need to have all of the people in all of these communities go, wait a minute, because the more we compare notes, the more the same playbook is being used. And that is not a coincidence. I'm sorry, folks, but that is not a coincidence. The sit-down shut-ups, that this thing has already been all wrapped up, how dare you, 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 you racist SOBs and everything else. This is all part and parcel. It's all the same playbook. And if we continue to compare notes, I think we're going to be unpleasantly surprised. Yeah, and... And one of the things within Marshall, and there, there, there's one particular gal that's very involved in the group who is what they call a holdout on the sale of her land. And she is very saddened because she sees trucks, she sees excavators, they've cleared out trees just like they did here. They did here. And, eagle's and nest. It, it, eagle's nest, yeah. Well, and for them, they had an issue with some uh, bats that were... Endangered? That were endangered, that they cleared out trees on. Um, and I just keep telling them, and, and if nothing else, that as we each learn, we understand the practice, we understand the MO, and we can help people get ahead of the game um, in, in telling them, okay, do this. This is in order to be ahead of the decisions that the councils are making and and this is what I see happening with Rick and Julie stepping up with that. Rick, I need to ask you something about what's been happening down here, which is eminent domain has been being used to further causes like uh, we've got a carbon capture pipeline and some other things. So they've been using eminent domain and the threat of eminent domain. What has been happening? Like you, the the lady that refused to sell her land and now she's being surrounded. Is there any chance that eminent domain is going to be used for the people that decide they don't want to? Well, that, that's a little bit up for debate. Um, Glenn uh, has been doing some research into that, and eminent domain has to be used for, for a public good, but this is a private company. So we're not sure. We're, we're leaning towards it. They're not going to take it, you know, take her house with the eminent domain, but 
I mean, they're rerouting roads. They're it, it, it's crazy. They're just gonna they're gonna ruin this. They area. can make the, they can make someone's life so miserable that. And then the course, what's also going to happen is her her property is going to be devalued. So by the time she's she's worn out, by the time the fight has left and she's got nothing left, nobody's going to buy that house. And, of course, what are they going to do? They're going to walk in and offer her peanuts to punish her. So this this is going to be this is so wrong because they can they're going to end up taking it either through eminent domain. They're going to end up taking it through property taxes or they're going to make her life so damn miserable, like I said, and then nobody's going to want to step forward and buy that place because nobody's going to want that headache. So they're going to walk in and give her peanuts. Either way, resistance is futile. And this is not the United States I was born in, or, or if it was, I'm, I missed it. And I'm waking up now to use a horrible phrase, but I am now awake and I am pissed. And we need to do something to get these people to understand that it's North Dakota, it's Michigan, it's Minnesota. We need to get this, because these people are not changing the playbook. They are not changing their verbiage. They're not changing anything. And they're marching forward. And they're, quite frankly, people, I hate to break it to you, right now they're making headway. And we need to find a way to push back. Not violently, but we need to find an effective way to push back, which is why I know you guys reached out to Jody. Rick, oh, yeah. Rick, um, what else do you think that, that is going to be coming of this? I mean, 2,000 acres for a, for a small plant because they need the room to stretch and grow. That smells. Uh, very much. <laughs> it, uh, you know, there's been... A, a million rumors going around. One of them is that they're going to put a, a semiconductor plant on on the land, also, which you know is not going to help any of the environmental stuff. There's just I it you don't need that much. And you know, it, Marshall is a small town. It's like seven thousand people. It's billed as a historic town. Who's going to want to drive into a, a historic town and see three miles of factories on the way into town? Probably it's all spewing smoke and, and other pollutants. Oh, yeah. It's oh. a beautiful area. It's, it's beautiful. And when, and when Rick says historic, it truly is. The buildings and the pictures that I have seen, oh, my gosh. Um, but you know what? These great people in Michigan... They're gonna they're they're gonna make a difference. I, I I have great faith that the way that they are going, they're going to make an impact and hopefully get this shut down. Well, I know they're not gonna stop fighting, and I know we aren't either. But I want to make something very clear for all of the people at Green Charter Township, for all of the people in Marshall County, for all of the people here in Grand Forks that said this has nothing to do with China, the Goshen Company. Yeah, that's the uh, the one that purchased 700 acres of property near Big Rapids. They've published a 94-page document titled their Articles of Association, which is the company bylaws. Okay, This document that was found on Goshen's website lays out the company's governance structure and the allegiance to the Constitution of the Communist Party of China. It states the company shall set up a party organization and carry out party activities in accordance with the Constitution of the Communist Party. Chapter 6 of the Articles of Association, page 47 in case you're interested, establishes a party committee whose sole purpose is to ensure the company is adhering to Communist Party doctrine and furthering its objectives. The Communist Party of the company shall perform its duties in accordance with the Constitution of the Communist Party of China and other party regulations to ensure and supervise the implementation of the party's guidelines, principles, and policies in the company and implement major strategic decisions of the Communist Party of China Central Committee and the State Council, as well as relevant, important work and arrangements of the party organization at the higher level. Now, how in the name of hell can you say that that is not a Communist Party company and that that is not importing the Communist Party culture into our country? I do not know. 
and and I think we all understand that there's not a business from China that comes here that is not associated with the CCP. Just under those articles that you just read, that is the requirement. And that's what's going to be happening in Marshall with this Ford cattle company as well. Um, and one of the things when you look at Ford, the major investors, should I say the names or we probably all know them, Vanguard and BlackRock. Oh, why do those sound familiar? Um, and so as far as Chinese law, that is going to be um, um, sneaking into the company. And if I'll put a little, two little pushes in here, I, I would encourage people, there is a Netflix movie that is called American Factory that is where China came in and purchased a closed-down factory. That's exactly what's going to happen in Marshall and, and happen throughout America. Um, and Rick and Julie have their site that is the um, Stop the China Ford Megasite, correct? Give us, the, give us those, those addresses. Yeah, that's uh, I, it's on Facebook. It's Stop the China Ford Megasite. It's anybody can join. Is it's a private organization, but anybody can message you and join, right? Yes, anybody can. It's open up to anybody across the whole country. People in North Dakota, please go out there and join that site so that we can work together. Michigan is not that far away, but I tell you one thing, our hearts are together in attempting to save this country. And if you don't think that this is a danger to your children, the Gorshin uh, corporate document states that the company's party committee shall strengthen the construction of party organization and party members at the grassroots level of the company and oversee growing the Communist Youth League and other mass work of the company. They are coming for your children. They are coming for your children. Did you see what, was, what the articles that came out on Utah? How they actually have K-12 classes to teach Chinese indoctrination. That's what they, they have influence within the legislature. It is crazy, Kit. And, and I tell you, I, I, I'm... I'm me personally, I'm so excited to be working with Michigan, and I hope that, as I say, that this can continue to carry out throughout the United States. And and there are great patriotic citizens out there willing to fight, and the thing is, just to find them. Well, and I want to mention some of these numbers here. $2.36 billion supposedly EV factory. Sounds impressive. Yeah, I'd want that. Until you start realizing that $1.1 billion in state funding is going to this factory, $907 million in tax breaks, and $175 million in strategic outreach uh, attraction reserve money is going. This is one factory. All of this money is going to one factory in Michigan. We have tons of factories. This is... This is crazy. That that is the amount of money. And I'll, Rick, you even said Gretchen Whitmer can't do, can't open up your pocket enough for this company, correct? Oh, that's that's very true. She, uh, the money's flowing fast out of Lansing, and and it it just shocks me that it, it is just so blatant what's going on. And and that's the thing, you know, like like you you mentioned earlier, you you, you know you're from a different age as far as politics go? Well, yeah, me too. I can remember, uh, what, John Kennedy? You know, everybody admired him. You know, politics were looked up to, and then we turn into socialist Gretchen here, and we just go from there. Well, and part, part of the problem is, is that no one's listening. And no. when you stand up and you protest and you fight... You're basically knocked down and you're called all kinds of names, which is the typical, again, the, the rule book. But uh, why would anyone want to be raising their children next to this company when we already know that there's going to be an environmental impact and they haven't even really done much of anything and there already has been one? Right. I, just, I don't that's it's part of the, the 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 planning behind this thing. I think I don't think everybody thought it the way through all the way through, especially at the state level, because if the governor can can attract more business, it's going to make her look good for whatever comes up next year in the elections. Well, the one thing I know is that I'm getting very, very tired of our North Dakota congressman, Hoven, Kramer, Armstrong, and the rest of them. Whenever we talk about spending and stuff, they, they, they go, oh, well, we're bringing back the bacon for North Dakota. We're, we're getting all these federal funds and stuff. The federal fund still comes from the United States people. 
Government does not generate money. It may print that on occasion, but it does not generate any money. Therefore, all of the money that these people are supposedly bringing into the state is the people's money. So literally, I'm taking, you're taking, Jody's taking money out of the right pocket, putting it to the intermediary, which is the government, and then the government's putting it back in our left pocket so that we can turn around and take more money out of our right pocket and hand it to China. Nobody is getting any wealth that is sticking that is a citizen of the United States. What we are ending up with is an economic decline that is being sold to us as an economic boom. And unfortunately, there appear to be some people out there who are either on the payroll or are stupid and they're elected officials and they're, they're swallowing the entire boat. But I don't think these people are stupid. No, it, it's it's very. I can't even think of the word. Um, it, it's it's very planned. Um, and and I also want to mention. I, I don't know where we are with with time wise, but also working with Rick and Julie's group in looking at the CFAs. CFAs mm-hmm. um, and although that this is a joint venture, I, um, I I don't know how many people probably, I don't know, one or 200 people maybe from Marshall so far that have submitted information to, to Cepheus, but also looking at the Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act, which is a federal law. And within this particular factory, the China portion of this factory will be doing importation. And you know where it's being imported from? Probably the lithium yep. from from the Congo area, which with is owned chi- by China with child, child, child with labor. Child labor. Um, and I think before um, and and trying to you know help them convince their their leadership there that they need to request uh, an exemption through the North or excuse me through the U.S. Border Security for the Uyghur Forced Labor Act before they even move forward. You know our community didn't do that until they never did that. They never did. They never did. Well, I've got one last. Totally blatant profit margin break here for LifeVantage, and I'm going to ask you if you take collagen. Have you heard about the one-of-a-kind collagen that not only replenishes your body, but helps your body create its own collagen using natural products and maintains it? To find out more about this amazing product, contact Stephanie Kronelka and LifeVantage. For more information, check out stephk.lifevantage.com or text 701-230-9306. That's 701-230-9306. You can also email skbesthealth at gmail.com so you can biohack your life with LifeVantage. And if you're computer illiterate like I am, you can click on the link at gfbestsource.com and they will take you directly to LifeVantage. And my husband, who's my chauffeur, said that he had a question. So, Bruce... What have you got for the good of the order? Because you've been sitting so quietly, and I've just been so amazed that you could just keep quiet this long. What's going on? Well, I mean, I just been have a long question to ask everybody involved and in what they're thinking about. And it's a simple thing: is anytime you're dealing with almost anything nowadays, is follow the money. That's the key to where it is. What's happening here? Where is the money going? And here's here's one thing I'm got to ask you who's getting paid for this i mean you know that uh, i'll bet your mayor check out i don't know how you can do it but check out is your mayor getting paid for this how about the, the council, council members members i mean why are they going through all this effort if they're not getting paid and you know it's not for the love of the country and it's not for the love of the state you know what it is we all know that they're getting their paid very well to have this go through, and it's so irritating that we, or some people, voted him in, them in, and what the hell's happening here? Our governors, of course, are making a well, fortune. I mean, we Dougie Burgum does very well. He's much richer since he's taken favored, over as most a governor. Fa- most favored China for the CCC party. He's one of the most favored governors on their on their little list. And I would like to see what the heck is happening with our Gret- where Gretchen is on the list. Gretchen, as we call her, I'm sure Michigan the people Grinch. call her is Gre- <laughs> is Gretchen Whitless. Because, I mean, seriously, there's that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this we, is getting ugly, and that's I just gotta say, who's getting paid? How can we find out? That would be very interesting. Well, that's the one thing they probably are very good at is attempting to cover the the tracks. But I have to I have to agree because I know the one thing that is that the people that are in these towns 
aren't making money off this. As much as they tried to assure us with Fufang and everything else, how, oh, we're going to be having this, we're going to be having... No. Every time I did the math and looked at the economics, I went, there's no way this is going to work. And this is going to endanger every little tiny elevator that's within 100 miles of this place, whose towns are already struggling. This is nothing more than a lie upon a lie upon a lie. And Rick, have you had any contact with your governor? Oh, yeah. I, uh, when this whole thing started, I sent her an email you know, through the little pre-approved form that they had. Oh, God, yes, and I know. I, yeah, and I was told that it's a local issue and bring it up with your local people. Ah, uh, I love so, the sound of bucks being passed in the morning. Oh, yes, <laughs> it, it, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. So that's the best you got out of her? Yes. And yeah, other than that, was, nothing? Nope. Uh, it's, you know, she had to sign one of the NDAs, too. So, but you know, see we're not- that I do not understand how that's constitutional. I don't either. Me either. And I, I don't understand either. how that can protect them from FOIAs, because technically, um, this should not be hidden on any level. Because especially, it's it's involving taxpayer money, which should automatically demand transparency which should automatically allow people to be able to follow the money, as Bruce said. But you see, with these non-disclosure agreements and stuff, that makes that completely impossible. Therefore, something really... I mean, I have, I'm, I'm Italian. I have family that's mafia. They would be sitting back applauding this because this is high crimes, not misdemeanors. This is high crimes that are, that are occurring here. And everybody seems to be saying, well, it's not my problem, it's not my problem. But... We as the people need to get together, we need to hook up some communication systems, and we need to start talking, because the more we start talking, the more we're going to be finding similarities. And people, this is ugly. And the, and the citizens of Marshall in their meetings, I mean, they, well, as he mentioned, the gentleman that, and right in front, the front row at the, their, their township meeting, this 70-year-old gentleman, who had a bad shoulder, by the way, was put in handcuffs by the sheriff's department and, ta- the law. and, and taken out of there. So how does that intimidate all the people that are watching? And so the citizens are very, you know, a little bit more stoic. Um, you know, the council or the the chair people, you know, say your, your three minutes are up or whatever. You know, they've got their time clock that's running. Oh, yes. And... I think uh, Rick and Julie have offered, actually, I've had Rick and Julie and Joan have offered me a room to come and stay uh, in in Michigan there. Um, I might be a little rowdy and I might end up in handcuffs, but... Um, I'll bail you out. <laughs> You've heard that. I've, I've now, I, I will put up the bail money, and that is, I, it is public. It is public right now. I will, I will get you out. Oh. January sixth. Does everybody remember that one? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's what that, that was the next question I was going to ask you, Rick. Is has there been any um, intimidation? Because I know Jody. Jody had a couple of cops sitting in her living room, and she's received some emails and uh, warnings and things. Have you guys received anything? No, uh, not so blatant as to have somebody come to the house yet. But uh, <laughs> the we have young. noticed that at the the protests around the circle downtown. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that many Marshall police and state police and sheriffs go around that circle in the four years that I've lived here. You know, it's just, it seems like whenever we're there, there's more of them. Isn't it amazing? Nobody was in Seattle. Nobody was in Minneapolis. Nobody was in Portland. But you get a bunch of people that want to actually peacefully exercise their right to protest. And we have enough cops to probably be able to take down a small militia army. No pun intended. But this, they have identified who they wish to as the domestic terrorists. And unfortunately, it's not the people locking the doors at the police stations and setting them on fire, as they did in Minneapolis and many other places. It's the people that are in their 50s and 60s that are choosing to stand outside with a a placard saying, no China here. It is the people that are willing to go and get petitions signed. It is the people that are willing to stand the brunt of the abuse of the elected officials for their three frickin' minutes. 
that are taking the brunt of this. And doggone it, people, if this doesn't piss you off, why not? And, you know, they bought a big, beautiful sign for their protest area, which they put in the ground around the around the fountain for protest. And they actually had a, 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 a police officer come and tell them they weren't allowed to put their sign in the ground. And that they needed to remove that. And and then when I think I heard it from you, from Rick and Julie, maybe somebody else, I can't remember. I said, you know what? You take your hammer down there. You put your Galdarn sign in the ground. And until they show you a law that says you can't, it stays. put your sign in the ground. <laughs> exactly. Rick, what more do you guys have planned? What more do you have on, on your agenda as to what, what's your next move or where, where are you well, going? Uh, tonight we have a another city council meeting so that should just be all kinds of fun oh god um, i just wow we're going up to uh big rapids to help them out on wednesday um there's some other stuff going on this week that i'm not really gonna say nope that's about. fine i understand um but you know we're just gonna keep fighting and you know we appreciate you know you and and jody and you know all the help that you guys have given us we wouldn't be anywhere close to where we're at without that. Well, I am truly serious when I say your problem is our problem. Our problem is your problem. Because what we're having right now is we are in a fight for our freedoms. We are in a fight for our culture. We are in a fight for our livelihood. Because these people are taking us economically. They're taking us judicially. They're taking us through our enforcement. God knows they have the media. And we are, we are working to get as many voices out as possible because the one thing they do attempt to do is they attempt to isolate you. They attempt to make you think that you're all by yourself and that you are indeed the looney tune that everyone says you are and that none of your concerns are valid. So please go away. And we need to make sure that everybody that is out here fighting knows what the hell is going on and that it does involve them. And I want to make sure that I tell you very much that you as a veteran... Thank you so much for your service and for the fact that you are continuing to fight for this country. Um, I can't say that enough. I have friends that are veterans. I have veterans in my family. And the fact that we seem to constantly keep calling on you folks. And God bless the fact that you are here, Rick. I mean, seriously, we, we, we are so proud to be able to call you. I do, at least at this point, call you friend. And thank you. Well, I, and, I, and I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it just, I, I actually had to go to the VA hospital that's here in town the other day. And, you know, I look at those guys, you know, young, old, in between, you know, it, they stood up. Yep. And, you know, how can I do any less? You know, as it, it, yeah, you just can't. I just, I can't not fight this. Well, we are going to do our best to back you and and get as many people on board as we can. Jody, what's next for you? Um, well, continuing to work with Marshall, um, now getting um, quite involved with uh, with the Goshen plant. That it it was a big rapids slash. Green Township joint venture, which we will talk at another yes, time. Yes, in a couple but, of weeks. But you know what? Now Big Rapids, now Goshen has pulled out of Big Rapids because Big Rapids says we would like a CFIUS review. Mm-hmm. And now suddenly Goshen is a green charter township company now because... They apparently were somehow threatened by a CFIUS review. <laughs> Which should not be a threat to anyone. In fact, if you're offering a legitimate business in, a, in the way that it should be, you should not be sitting there going, well, gee, I don't really want undue scrutiny. So what I'm going to ask everybody to do one more time, I'm going to start with Rick. I'm going to ask you to give us all of the contact information you feel comfortable giving us so we can get out to your Facebook pages and stuff so I can channel that. And then I'm going to go to Jody's for the, and then I'm going to wrap this up. So Rick, give us your contact information so we can get, get in touch. Stop the China Ford mega site. It's on Facebook. It's a, it's, and there is also a, a page or a, a website, Stop the Marshall Megasite. Perfect. www. You know, all that fun stuff. So we appreciate it. Perfect. Jody. Yeah, and and the Stop the Marshall 
mega site page is is really focusing on the environmental issues. Excellent. Um, and the stop the Ford uh, or stop the China Ford um, mega site Facebook group page is really looking at you know what we are encountering with China. For us, I have. Uh, uh, a group of us still in Grand Forks fighting. We are the empowered citizens of Grand Forks is what that Facebook group is called. Um, tonight we have a very important meeting. Uh, so that is a hot item on the agenda where essentially they're trying to violate people's right to their land is what I believe. So that should be an interesting thing. But there is always something to do. Yes, get. God knows. <laughs> Bruce, you have anything for the good of the order? You said you had a question. No, no question. Okay. Just a simple thing I would... Everybody, be smart. No violence. Assume that yes. there's always going to be an FBI person trying to incite you, you. Up or Antifa or a Democrat. Be smart. No violence. And I want people to be very aware that Fu Fong is not gone yet. Uh, they have 90 days from about two weeks ago to have made their decision, and Dana has been very clear and making clear that uh, nothing has been done to officially cancel that plan yet. So if you think that we are done with Fu Fung, you are wrong. We are not. So don't let up on the accelerator, everyone. Let's keep pushing on Fu Fung. Let's take a look at Green Charter Township. Let's expand out. <clears throat> Share this program. If you know anybody in Georgia, Florida, Oklahoma, if you know anybody who's going through something similar, get them in touch with me. We want to give them airtime because Lord knows the mainstream media is ignoring this because they don't want to look at something that's this ugly. And unfortunately, we have to. And speaking of ugly, hubby, you're going to be driving me home <gasps> in 19 degrees and rain in North Dakota. And we have about 16 inches of snow coming with 60 miles of wind. So if you're bored, just give yourself some time on a computer and we'll take care of that for you. You're going to have two days to research because nobody's going anywhere. Rick and Julie, thank you. Thank yes, you Rick and Julie, thank you so much. God bless everybody. <sighs> Who's ugly? We can do this. Who's ugly? Me or the we can. <laughs> God bless y'all. Take care.